Hello everyone and welcome to this lovely edition, or not lovely, but more Christmas educational. educational. That's what I was the word I was looking for. Educational edition of the Instant Nobody's podcast. Uh, I'm Freddie. Everybody and we, just everybody just tuned out. I know. Edu- <laughs> educational. <laughs> no. No, no. It's edutainment. Edutainment. There you go. It's like wrestling, but for your ears. That's sports entertainment. Oh, well, and this is uh, just edutainment. But who are we? Yes. I don't know. Who are you? I'm Dale, and this horse skull means that I can drink all your booze. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess then I'm Pete, and everything we know about Christmas is just stolen from something else. And I'm Freddy, and I am your friendly neighborhood Rent-A-Krampus. Let's get into the podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Christmas is awesome. Christmas is rad. Time to remember all the good things we have. All right. Oh, there we go. Dale, you want to kick it off? (laughs) Yeah. So we're talking about uh, some weird-ass Christmas shit, such as Krampus Mm -hmm. uh, and other weird (laughs) myths. I'm sure most people at this point know at least the idea of the Krampuses. Yeah. But more importantly, all comes back to one fat, fat man, Santa mm. Claus. Old yes. Chris Kringle. Ah, uh, yes. Patron saint of the whores. Also, I'm surprised that Chris Kringle isn't like... That sounds like a Marvel character. It kind of does. Chris Kringle with the powers of Christmas. <laughs> Don't get them. I ideas. mean, I'm pretty sure he's an official um, DC character, though. Yeah, probably. Going he's definitely surprise. showing up somewhere. But yeah, patron saint of horrors. Uh, do you know where that story actually comes from? We <laughs> gotta find out. Yep. Uh, there was a story of old uh, Saint Nicholas uh, traveling around, and of course, there was. Uh, this was back in the days where, when your daughter gets married off, you also have to give. A bunch of money to the husband. Okay. Because dowries, I, that's a weird practice. <laughs> because they're just trying to bribe you to take their daughter off their hands. Please just take my daughter. He has a cow as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a man who had three daughters and he could not afford a dowry. So he was going to have to force his daughters to be prostitutes in order to hmm. make ends meet. Um. Or, well, because they couldn't have a job elsewhere, I guess. And, uh, yeah, St. Yeah, Nicholas... there wasn't a Starbucks in the area. Yeah. St. <laughs> Nicholas dropped by uh, three nights in a row, dropping off bags of gold. So that, uh, instead of the women selling their bodies, uh, they could just be sold normally. Hmm. I, yeah, it's really <laughs> fucked up when you think about it. <laughs> they could be sold like normal people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, there's uh, St. Nick's other miracle he performed where he resurrected three boys who were murdered and uh, pickled in brine. Man. Cause, Jesus. Yeah, some dude killed, like, no, three you, kids. No, you would think it was Jesus. Yeah, well, no, yeah. yeah. Jesus couldn't even do that. <laughs> he can only respawn himself <laughs> once. Well, didn't he also resurrect Lazarus? Yeah. Yeah. He did. What a loser. Yeah. Only resurrected one person. And, and himself. Yeah. The slow respawn rate, though. Yeah. But yeah, there's like other miracles uh, he did, but uh, those are the two that he's most known for. Hmm. I I really can't get over the whole pickling and. Uh yeah. Well, they were going. The bu- uh, he was a butcher. Uh, killed three kids, and he uh, pickled them in brine because he was going to sell them as pork during a famine. Oh. And Saint ah. Nick was like, "Heroes never die," and resurrected all three of them. Just like Mercy. Oh my god. <laughs> so, what do you got, Freddy, for a story? Uh, well, I was going to add to the St. Nicholas thing. Um, he's Dutch, right? I believe, uh, I believe so, yeah. And uh, he's also called Sinterklaas. Yes, Sinterklaas. And he rides a horse named Americo. Yeah. America. Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah. We're number one. But uh, yeah, he rides a horse named Amerigo, and apparently children are, lead, are encouraged to leave carrots out for the horse, and that's much bad as uh, information I was able to get because I was busy. <laughs> Sorry. I actually did come across an interesting um, 
essentially conspiracy theory. There's a lot oh of conspiracy boy. theories uh, connecting Santa to Satan, and not just because it's an anagram. Um, like, uh, like Santa comes from the I think like the Spanish word for sanctified, and there's like some quote from the Bible where like Satan said he would hide among us as the sanctified, and so Santa's actually Satan. <laughs> I'm, and I'm like a bunch of other crazy alert. sand is not real and a bunch of other crazy what, uh, what? fuck I know so we gotta put this whole time we gotta put a spoiler tag on this podcast now <laughs> that's just gonna be the name of the episode spoilers <laughs> just so you know sand is not real it's a really terrible title <laughs> spoiler cast but uh there's also because uh, the, the horse that Santa rode on was white and in yes. the book of Revelations, the Antichrist rides on the white horse as well. Mm. Mm. Suspicious, suspicious. Indeed. Also known as Conquest back then. Mm. It's not like there are white horses just in general out in the world. Yeah, no, we all we all know too that. Weird. We all know that Santa's just a ripoff of Odin in the Wild Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking God. of the whole Santa Satan thing, kind of off topic, but I saw a trailer for a sci-fi original movie. I can't remember the name, but it's about how Satan's coming to like get this girl because when she was little, instead of writing Santa a Christmas list, she wrote Satan a Christmas list. Yes. So, oh my god. <laughs> I but love it. It shot like a I, Hallmark movie. <laughs> I love that. I saw that. That's incredible. I can't remember the name. Uh, give me a second to look it up. While you look that up, Pete, what's a Crimbus story you got for us? A Crimbus story? Um, well, I I know that, um, you know, around this time, like, back in the days of Rome, uh, they celebrated Saturnalia, which is just the celebration of their agriculture god Saturn, which uh, was just a big, grand old drunk fest that landed, uh, that was, like, around, I think they said it was from, like, around the 17th to the 23rd. So we could still celebrate this. Yeah, true. Yeah. Up until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow's the last day. So get your shit and start drinking because uh, we got to celebrate the, the god of agriculture. Um, uh, I found it. It's Letter to Satan Claus. Excellent. Oh, is that what it's called? <laughs> yes. Uh, I forget when it was supposed to air, but I need to find this. <laughs> I only saw the trailer. That's awesome. I, I love that. That's such a great title. <laughs> such a great title. Such a great premise. I love it. Never stop being you. Sci-fi original movies. Because <laughs> then what are you going to watch? You love those freaking B-list movies. Oh, they're so good. Speaking of um, B-list movies and uh, drinking copious amounts of alcohol, uh, my personal favorite Christmas pastime is uh, is the wassailing tradition of Mario Luid, aka mm. Christmas Horse. Where, Christmas Horse. Yep, Christmas Horse, where people would go around with a horse skull draped in a, um, oh god, what was it? Uh, like a sackcloth, and they would go door to door. And basically, what would happen is you would open your door, and there'd be, the, uh, there'd be these drunk assholes with a horse skull and <laughs> some spooky cloth. And they basically would challenge you to a poetry contest. Uh, and if you could not best them, then they were allowed to come into your house and eat a bunch of your food and drink your alcohol. That's amazing. That sounds uh, pretty uh, interesting. It's like, that's almost along the lines of if someone came to your house, knocked on your door, and was just like, freestyle rat me, bro. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people compare it to, like, it's essentially, like, someone shows up at your house, challenges you to a rap battle for possession of your alcohol. I feel like just being caught off guard like that is just, like... I feel like we found a new MAGFest tradition. (laughs) Oh, my God. We're gonna knock on people's room doors and be like, I challenge you to a rap battle, bitch. But yeah, it's it's a thing that like still happens today. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a, that's great. I love that. Like that that's actually sounds pretty similar to like uh, a lot of people in like uh, like it, I'm sure we all have heard of Yule, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like, do you know where that that like started? It oh, was yeah. uh, it was uh, it, it kind of like it's as far as people can tell. Like, cause you know, a lot is speculated because it's like from a long time ago. This is like that like <laughs> over a thousand year old tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like kind of believed to be starting in northern Europe and celebrated by like you know Germany and uh, like early German paganism and yeah, stuff like yeah. that too. Um, it was once again another drunk fest that um you know people would just like be super belligerent and stuff and another like you know Dale your story about like going to people's houses and like challenging was a little different cuz they would just go out to people's houses and be like hey just give us your food and drink so otherwise we're going to beat the shit out of you <laughs> and they they would essentially like have a they would like people would go running through the streets drunk and like name a homeless man king uh, for the night and the king would like make the rules and they would just pretty much go from like house to house <laughs> of like the rich people and be like give us some good this shit this is king we're hobo just... give him everything <laughs> yeah we're just going to beat the shit out of you like so so it, it it's like without the challenge it's more of a, a just give there's no way, there's no way out of this even if you were to spit some awesome bars at us, we'll just get angry. Yeah, I, I love all those crazy fucking like drunk, drunk ass things like wassailing, where it's just the idea was like the, the apple harvest is soon, but we gotta scare away the ghosts. How do we do that? Let's get fucking drunk as shit and party it to make the ghosts go away. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like I, well, I'm getting that so wrong, but it's not not far off. Yeah, I mean, we're we're just kind of like you know, we we have a, a brief knowledge of yeah. Christmas. Girls show up like, Ooh, what the fuck are they all doing? I'm out of here. Like, like this is this is some fucked up shit. I'm out. <laughs> I hate partying. It's how I died. I feel like that would be more of a reason to go back to it. Ah, yeah. It's maybe. like that guy was the sickest party of all time. I was so sick, I fucking died from it. Now that's a party. <laughs> yeah. Listen, there's like as a wise man once said, it's not really a party until somebody dies. But uh mm. speaking of Yule, uh Yule. have you heard the story of the Yule cat? Uh no. no. What is the Yule, Yule cat? Yule cat is new to me. This is a Icelandic tradition uh that still goes on today <laughs> where uh you'll warn children that if they uh, don't get new clothes for Christmas, the Yule Cat, which is a huge, ferocious cat, will come and eat them. Huh. Because that's what the Yule Cat does, <laughs> is they eat people who do not get new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. So d- does this mean that the kids need to ask for it for Christmas yeah, this, and have someone give it to you, or do they have to make it? This is scaring your children into going clothes shopping. Oh my god. <laughs> they did we it. Need that these Those days. bastards, they finally did it. <laughs> and basically the way it started off is actually really fucked up. It's uh the threat of being eaten by the old cat was used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas because the reward would be new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was basically, hey, if you work overtime, I'll give you this shirt so that a fucking mythical cat doesn't eat you i would like to think that you know there would be like three guys who would just be shitting their pants like processing wool and there's that one guy who's just like i don't give a fuck and then that guy let the damn thing take me i'm done and then the next day that guy ends up dead (laughs) (laughs) the the owner murdered him (laughs) just as 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 an example uh also Another uh, set of things from Iceland is, uh, oh, the old cat was the pet of a, a giantess named Gorilla, mm-hmm. uh, who is this okay. horrible, uh, man-eating, horrible hag of a woman that killed people and whatnot. Uh, and they had children, not the cat and her, but her and her husband. <laughs> um, and these are called the Yule Kids. And they go around doing the most frustratingly mundane annoyances. Like, for instance, there's one named Door Slammer, that's the translation, who Mm -hmm. just slams doors in the middle of the night to wake people up. 
What an asshole. Uh, there's one that just harasses sheep. <laughs> there, there's one that's just the saddest. His, his translation is stubby. He's abnormally short, and he steals pans so that he can eat the crust left on them. Oh, Aww, that's like the most depressing one. Yeah. yeah, there's one that steals sausages from your plate while they're being smoked. Uh, there's there's one that just peeps through your window looking for things to steal, but doesn't. He just looks. Yeah, and uh, he dreams that one day he'll be brave enough to steal from your house. This is my my favorite doorway sniffer has an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. Okay. So, yeah, that's it. I guess he steals it too, but I, I guess, yeah. But yeah, they all show up on uh they they basically show up uh starting December twelfth and they each arrive and leave on a different day. Okay. So like the first one shows up on December twelfth and leaves on the twenty fifth, and then the second one shows up on the thirteenth, leaves on the twenty sixth. And like a uh, horrible yeah. twelve days of Christmas. Yeah. But like horrible, just really inconvenient. Yeah, <laughs> it was like one that just follows children around and steals their candles. Oh no, not their I candles! Mean, yeah, <laughs> listen, candles were probably a commodity back then. Probably, yeah. Oh uh, no, really? it's because back then they were made out of tallow and were edible. Oh, oh. didn't know yeah. that. Yep. <laughs> so, what else do you guys got? Uh, I don't know whether they could top that, but uh, about the bell schnickel. Bell Schnickel. What's that? God bless you. <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, I believe it was Dutch. Uh, it's a Dutch um, figure. Crotchety old man, fur clad, Christmas gift bringer. Uh, for the Palatine region of southwestern Germany. And it was kept alive in the Pennsylvania Dutch communities. Uh, he's basically, you know, just another gift giver. With uh, He wears a lot of raggedy furs. And sometimes has a mask with a long tongue. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he comes and, uh, what was it? He beats naughty children. But if you're good, he has a pocket full of cakes, candies, and nuts. But if you eat them too quickly, like in front of him, he'll beat you. I mean, that's just, yeah. That's just manners. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I do that too. But that's also something else where the people would come through dressed as Belschnickel. And, like, scare children to be good. And they would actually, you know, throw candy and stuff on the floor and watch the kids, and they'd do nothing until he left. Because they were just, you know, too afraid of being beaten. Hmm. Which makes you think (laughs) how these parents were like, yeah, that seems totally fine. Let's let this random dressed man into our house and just beat our kids with a switch or something. It was a different time back then. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's a much more horrible time. Yeah. Um, the only reason I know the Bell Snickle, though, is probably the way anyone else knows about him, because there was an episode of The Office that featured um, Dwight dressed as the Bell Snickle. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that one. And he came in just like... Uh, I think they were trying to do a Christmas party, and then Jim was like, yes, let's do Dwight's thing. His bells Christmas, and then Dwight goes home, gets his bell schnickel costume, comes back, and it starts like smacking people with switches. <laughs> God, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but that's that's just that's the only way I, would, I knew about him. <laughs> I forgot how like weird. I forgot how German he gets at times. Oh yeah, which is great because they're in that part of Pennsylvania where they can have him be like that weird German type of guy. Uh, speaking of uh, German people who did horrible things to children, uh, have you I don't heard like the story? I don't like the segue. <laughs> have you ever heard <laughs> the story? quite the way. Oh, don't worry. It also involves the Catholic Church. Oh, uh, God damn it. Yay, the Catholic Church. <laughs> oh, no, it's the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the story of Hans Trapp. Uh, Hans Trapp was a uh, horrible man from France who Mm -hmm. uh, lived a life of lawlessness and debauchery like anyone should. Um, 
He was a greedy land baron. He would bully people into selling properties to him for cheap. And he also worshipped Satan. And oh, used black man. magic and occult rituals to gain wealth and hold power over people. Damn. And then the Catholic Church found out, and they were like, get out of here. And they <laughs> banished him Shoo. to Germany. I'm surprised, I'm surprised they didn't just kill him. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. God will take care of that. Um, yeah, so he was ostracized by his local people when he got back. Uh, and, uh, yeah, his land and money were confiscated, and he was left penniless, so he uh, was forced into exile in the forest of Germany. Uh, specifically uh, Bavaria. And he built a little uh, ramshackle shack, and uh, he sat around brooding all day, plotting his revenge. Uh, and he decided the best way to do that would be to eat human flesh. Because, you know, that's what you do. That's, yep. Yeah. So that's he, the next logical step. <laughs> so he wrote... Oh, no. He, the next logical step is roaming the countryside disguised as a scarecrow. <laughs> and he would just hang out on the side of the road. And uh, one day, a little ten, a fat little German ten-year-old boy in Lederhosen, Uder? yep, Uder showed up, <laughs> eating chocolate, <laughs> uh, making his way through the woods, and uh, Hans, using meat hooks for weapons, just picked Jesus. him right up by his Lederhosen. Oh. And... Uh, yeah, killed him, uh, and then brought him back to his shack, began to cook him, and just as he was about to take that first bite, God struck him down, because eating the child was going too far. Not when he killed him. <laughs> yeah, and uh, God was like, eh, I've seen this happen a lot, wait a minute, like, I've, I've doing? made people do this, you know, it's fine. Yeah. What? He's gonna eat it. He's like, hold on a second. That's fucked up. Yeah, so uh, a bolt of lightning blasted down from the sky, striking him dead. And uh, thus came an end to the crimes of Hans Trapp. But now every Christmas his ghost, I guess, wanders the countryside looking for children to eat. <laughs> so That's quite a story. The best part about this story is that it's half based on a true person. Okay. Uh, there was a shitty land baron that was excommunicated by the Catholic Church in that area. Uh, as for the rest of the story, that's just things that people said about him after he was excommunicated. Yeah. So let this be a, uh, uh, let this be a lesson to all you landlords out there. Treat your tenants nicely because if you don't, they'll make up stories about you eating children. <laughs> and then the church will be at your door and, and then... you don't want that for multiple reasons so true yeah so that's awesome but going back to some grand old Christmas history from America America, America. did you guys know that for a long time Christmas was illegal in America yeah I heard, I've heard about that I've heard it. I don't so, know the story. So here's the thing. When, um, when you know, stuck up, you know, Christians came to America. And I say that as I also am a Catholic. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, I like to think of myself as a more fun, loving Catholic. Anyway, stuck up ones. Get me up with your pagan Christians, roots. Catholics. They, uh, they, uh, they, when they came here for, like, you know quote-unquote, freedoms, they didn't want to have uh, a Christian country to celebrate Christmas because, as I stated before, like, actually, I didn't state before, like, Christmas was a, you know, big old debauchery session that, based on what we've been talking about, mm -hmm. like, you know, people getting drunk, going to people's houses and causing devastation, challenging you to rap battles, all that great stuff. They didn't like that. Uh, so many places in America, if you were to show signs of celebrating Christmas, you would be issued fines. And it was just straight. And because of that, the tradition of Christmas was just pretty much lost for like a long time. 
Uh, did I write anything down specifically about that? It was just like I love the idea of like uh, it wasn't. Yeah, it, it, it's just America was, like made it illegal. I, I love <laughs> the idea of like bootleggers like back in those like during Prohibition, <laughs> where <laughs> just where it's people just like secretly running booze around everywhere. It's just like people secretly selling Christmas ornaments out of like back alleys. <laughs> It's that Aquabats like, Christmas episode. I was about over. to say, it's just like the Aquabats special. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god, what if that's just like a retelling? Just it could be, nice. I didn't even think of that. Like a bunch of like the whole like a bunch of Christians just bust down the door to a bar where people are celebrating Christmas, the bartender hits a switch, and everything flips around, it's just a bunch of drunk people, and they're like, nope, just good old drunk people not celebrating Christmas. <laughs> it's like Christian... everything turns around, she has a cross on the wall, yeah. that's it. Nothing And else. the Christians are like, alright. We could have sworn we heard some tinsel being moved around. <laughs> we heard some holly jolly in here. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, so it wasn't until, re- like, like around the 1900s, I think it was, or the 1800s? No, it was like, yeah, it was around, the, uh, it was 19th century. It was uh, so around the 19th century, which is the 1800s, because mm-hmm. that's how this works. <laughs> um, the uh, like you know when America started letting a lot of immigrants in, like yeah. that is when Christmas started to take off it just again. Exploded. Because, yeah, because the whole thing is a lot of people are coming here from other countries to try and find a better life, uh, and they brought their traditions. And the whole thing is like you know by that time like lots of traditions from like Yule or whatever, you know, rap battles they learned back in the day was brought over to America and it kind of blended together. Yeah, yeah. Into what we now know as Christmas with the whole like Christmas trees like and everything and like, you know, hey, lights on tinsel on your trees, whatever. Um, but there wasn't actually a definitive santa claus at the time and you know who set that up oh uh, i have this written down where is his name oh you oh maybe i didn't write down his name i'm an idiot well actually it was a well it may have been a specific person but i was gonna reference a specific company that pretty oh much that's not true oh is it not it's not oh is, yeah i know well, you're talking about coca-cola educate me freddie coca-cola For- did not use uh the colors from their logos on santa they judge they were just very happy that it was convenient he was the same exact color scheme <laughs> that's really what it was oh, and it was they used his image to sell more soda in the winter well what i'm saying is like that's i didn't say they made it oh okay because said... a lot of people usually think no no okay. i didn't say they no i'm not saying they made it i'm saying they popularized oh it. okay then I, yeah no you're like the totally whole right. like i said there was no definite santa claus back in the day well it, it was 1823 with a visit from saint nick that really gave him this kind of the suit the yeah, reindeer it was, it was that poem that really solidified the imagery yeah, the visit from saint nick a night before christmas yeah and then coca-cola took that and ran with it yeah and then, and then after that, that is what Santa Claus was for America. Mm-hmm. I'm not, we're not, we're not speaking for the rest of the countries because I've seen some pretty interesting photos of what their, um, like idea of Christmas, uh, Saint Nick, Kris Kringle, uh, Santa Claus, uh, uh, any any version of uh, the Jolly Fat Man or the not Jolly Fat Man. There's a whole bunch. <laughs> he doesn't vengeful. even have to be fat. The vengeful. There's a lot of different like figureheads for for Christmas. Yeah, so or much whatever vengeance. else you want to celebrate. There's so much vengeance to go around on Christmas. There is. I mean, if you don't have vengeance on Christmas, what is Christmas all about? I mean, that's why in Festivus, it's straight out with it: defeats of strength and uh, the airing of grievances. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, speaking of vengeance, uh, we should get to the best Christmas tale. The tale of Krampus. Oh, yes. You want to... I don't really know much about the Krampus other than the, the, the throwing kids in bags and beating them. So <laughs> Krampus is essentially the devil who would travel around with St. Nick around Christmas. Uh, St. Nick being one of the three good December men. The other two are Santa Claus and Dead Moraz, whoever that is. Mm-hmm. That's Ru- he's not he's not as popular. Oh, so we forgot to forget about it's him. It's Russian Santa. Um, ah, so he's just drunk. <laughs> he's just giving out vodka. Yeah, 
hey, I, I'm down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Krampus is essentially this horrible horned beast of a man that travels around with Saint Nick, uh, who also rewards good children uh, with modest gifts of like oranges, dried fruit, walnuts, chocolate. Uh, mm-hmm. And in some in some tellings, uh, he rewards bad children with birch rods. Because I yeah, guess that's for, a yeah. bad thing to get. And what the fuck are you going to do with a rod? Uh, Shove it up your ass, that's what. Actually, yeah, because apparently birch has like a lot of phallic significance. Oh, yeah, birch uh, trees, yeah. That makes sense, then. Um, yeah, he's a creepy man with horns. Uh, he has one normal foot and one cloven hoof. Uh, typically, he also has a tail. Occasionally, he's like hairy. Uh, and yeah, a lot. there's a lot of tales of him going around... Yeah, some interpretations. He takes birch branches and swats bad children with them. Uh, another, he carries around a tub with him everywhere he goes and drowns children in it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that one. Some, he uh, drags the children off to hell. Other ones, he drowns or eats. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, there's the most classic one of him stuffing children into a bag and leaving. But yeah, it yeah. became this... Uh, to do who knows what. Yeah, most likely to eat them. Or just toss them in hell. Well, just, you know. Yeah. I, I want to I wanna keep the theme and pretend that he's just going to eat them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But eat children. But it became this... It just ended up becoming this whole other thing. Like it, like Freddy said in the intro, uh, intro Rent-A-Krampus, that was a thing that you could actually do as a job back then you would hang out yeah. in the town square around winter solstice dressed as krampus and parents would hire you to scare the shit out of their children into being good <laughs> and of course there was like also greeting cards and stuff um a lot of depictions of krampus with very heavy sexual overtones mm. oh yeah sexy uh, krampus particularly him chasing around buxom women <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. And of he's course, got the like, life. Yeah, his dude just has it all. Gets to scare children. He gets to give out candy to good children. He might be Satan. Gets his own night. Yeah. On the December fifth. Yeah, Kr- Krampus knocked. Is it Krampus knocked? Yeah. Which, fun fact. Uh, do you know who really did not enjoy that holiday? Uh, the, the Catholic yeah. or the Christians, I'm assuming. No, the Nazis. Hmm. What? Yeah, the Nazis love horrible things. During during the uh, the Nazi regime, they banned the celebration of Krampusnacht because they thought it made them look bad. Oh, because that's what made them look <laughs> bad. Not the genocide of people. Not the like just taking over of the trying to take over the world it's just yeah this holiday just makes us look bad it doesn't like on paper it seems fun but when you get there people are going to start asking questions <laughs> but yeah that didn't, is didn't uh, they outlaw yeah. like all religion though or am i thinking like no, occupied they didn't. italy no because they were super into like norse mythology oh i know they were doing like crazy like alchemy and they were trying to find. They had a supernatural division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that, that's a story for another time. It's <laughs> a story for another podcast. That we could. There's a lot <laughs> to dig into there. One. Yeah, there's a little too much to dig into, if you ask me. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, I did a little more research uh, on Krampus. I don't know how true this stuff is though, because I found on like one or two sites that I was on about the origins of Krampus. I mean, if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. Oh, yeah, it's got to be true. Uh, Where was it? Um, Some people say the uh, earliest origins from Krampus could be coming from a, uh, what was it, a German, hold on, there's so much stuff I wrote down, I just can't find it. Here we go. German goddess Perkta. Perkta? Yeah. Hardly Noah. I'll see myself out. (laughs) (laughs) Who would both reward and punish children as well? 
Uh, she would leave a silver coin in the shoes of good children, naughty children. She would slash open their guts, put strong pebbles in them, and sew it back up. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Sorry, what, uh, did, the, what did the good kids get? A coin and shoe. A silver oh, coin. well. Well, then. Is there a way to opt out of this? <laughs> yeah, can nope. I unsubscribe? <laughs> but either she would show up as, like, a beautiful goddess or, like, a, the most horrible-looking hag. Depending, I think it was. Uh, she also had henchmen called the Perkton, which were like evil little demons. And uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, go in the 1600s, the church outlawed Perkta, which caused the people to create a new creature called the Krampus, who served Santa. Aha. Uh-huh. Originally, the Krampus referred to a race of creatures. The church still sought heathenism and assimilated into their beliefs. And Santa symbolized the good, Krampus the evil. Aha! Hell yeah. And then, so, of course, St. Nicholas Day is the 6th, so Krampusnacht is December 5th. So, I love the idea of- out of religious <laughs> conveniences. You may have outlawed our god gift giver thing, but we'll just make a new one. <laughs> And they're like, damn, nothing in the With rule black books. Blackjack and hookers. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the Catholic Church is just like, damn, nothing says they can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and we Foiled already again. used our we already used our one ban for, <laughs> and that's all we got. They only gave us the power to ban one uh, e- evil idol. <laughs> we don't have the power to get rid of two. Oh boy, the Catholic Church. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I apologize <laughs> on behalf of my people for the things that we have done. Um, anyway. I do want uh, I I got some more fun stuff about the about you know the religion just taking over all the holidays, which is why, <laughs> right. which is why Christmas is just everything stolen from other places. Yeah, uh, going going back to Yule, um, it was a it was I think around the fifth century they said that um you know during drunk fest the uh the christian uh i think it was christianity or or catholicism i can't remember which one specifically um like they did not like the fact that you know people would just like around this time get drunk and rowdy and they try to get rid of it and uh didn't work because people fucking love getting shit housed in the woods apparently and dancing <laughs> around a campfire Who all doesn't? night. And uh, that's when they were like, "Listen, this is like this is uh, now about Jesus. Like this is probably around the time that he was born, and this celebration that you're all doing is about Jesus." To which everyone responded pretty much with, "We don't care." We're just going to keep partying. If that's what you want to tell everybody, then go ahead. Look, just because you guys don't know how to have fun doesn't mean we don't. (laughs) Yeah. But that's pretty much why, like, they're just like, oh, yeah, Jesus was born around December 25th, which is not true. No, not at all. Because December 25th is, like, like, one of the biggest, like, was one of the biggest, like, times to party oh yeah for that because it was also the uh yeah and it was also uh the celebration of the birth of the sun god mithra oh the sun god i'm pretty sure that was um what i was talking i think that was uh also that probably also came from the saturnalia yeah i think it was like the same group of people yeah from back in rome right yeah yeah that was but that goes back to i think that one was considered the holiest day of the year was uh december 25th yeah, like the whole thing is like it's all just it like a big party leading up to it, and then it's like holy day. Yeah, that's the th- that's the thing. Like, guess that was the day for hangovers. Like these the oh these ho- <laughs> these holidays were all like if you go back so far, everybody just constantly changed the reason they celebrated it. Mm-hmm. Like even like it uh, like as far as we can tell, it probably started there, Freddie, where yeah. the celebration of the birth of the sun, uh, God or whatever. And, uh, and, uh, which was also to sell, like, you know, then they, like, that was, actually, no, that was, that was still Yule, actually, I think. They were to celebrate the sun god. Yes, okay, I did write that down. Okay. It was, yeah, yeah. it was, 
Yeah, it was to sell. Uh, it was a twelve-day event where they would celebrate the birth of the sun mm. for Yule. Um, but the whole thing is like before that, uh, Saturnalia was like yeah. the s- similar thing, but it was for the god of agriculture. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you think about it, the further back you go, the more it changes. The only thing I really get from this is that December twenty fifth is just a really good day to party. Yeah. yeah. Well, part of it in in defense of the whole like, hey, let's just move every holiday to one day. Do you have any idea how many people, how inconsistent things would be if the month of December had all of those different holidays being celebrated at different times? <laughs> Nothing would get done. You're right. Because it would just no, be I like, mean... oh, well, it's the first week of December, so I got uh, Krampus knocked, and then next week is the beginning of Saturnalia, and then after that, the next week I'm also off because <laughs> like, <laughs> because I'm uh, celebrating yeah, and it's just a complete fucking mess. So a lot of it, a lot of it was like, hey, you should also be celebrating our religion. Part of it was also like, guys, can we just agree on one time of the month to get smashed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. December was a busy month to get fucked. Also, yeah. I love, I love, that's also uh, February because of Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, I, you said get fucked. Oh. <laughs> uh, Okay, I was like, I got what? It. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, okay, I understand now. I was really confused. But I love the idea of before you're talking about people like partying in the woods and like, oh, just so you know, you're also celebrating Jesus's birthday. I just imagine everyone just was like, oh, and they all turn off the music and just go home. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, if if you said, if you did that now, that's probably what would happen. Back then, they didn't care. Yeah, it's the idea of like your parents are liking the thing you like, so now it's lame. <laughs> <laughs> just like hey uh, just well, so you guys know uh, you're celebrating Jesus's birthday oh damn it that's so lame wh- now wh- was it, wasn't this before like I don't know if like it was before like it was like super popular so people imagine if you will you are celebrating um, some sort of crazy awesome party like let's just say in the middle of April for, for, for posterity's sake mm-hmm. and then a bunch of Scientologists come out of nowhere and they tell you, we're now celebrating this because of Ron Hubbard. And everyone's like, okay, you go do that. We're just going to keep partying. That's essentially what happened. Yeah. More or less. <laughs> I mean, I, I take a bit of umbrage comparing Christianity to, <laughs> to Scientology. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they're the same or similar. One is more crazy than the other, in my opinion. <laughs> but which but, one? <laughs> but which? You be the judge. But what I'm trying to say is, that's if it was to happen today. Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah. it, it's like, how many people, I don't know, like, I could probably look it up. I'm too goddamn lazy. Who? How many people celebrated, you know, Jesus back in that the day, in the 5th century, when they're like, hey, Jesus... People like okay, whatever, crazy cultist. Oh yeah, I mean they used to feed those people to lions. Yeah, I know. I don't actually know the timeline of human history very well. Oh, that reminds me of a shirt pieces. that I once saw. Oh, it says "I shirt? heart Roman lions." <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific shirt. That is yeah, very... that's why. That's why it jogged in my memory. <laughs> Like, I remember a shirt once. Oh, God, it just reminds me of... So I almost bought it, that was why. <laughs> oh, God, I think it was, like, it was one of those so Monty, Monty Python movies. I can't remember which one it was. I want to say it was Life of Brian. Mm-hmm. Or was that a stand-up comedian? <laughs> a Roman stand-up comedian. He's like, man, have you guys heard of these Christians? They're so poor. And everyone's like, how poor are they? And they're like, they're so poor, they can only afford one God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, classic. Yeah, now I'm I'm going crazy because I feel like that wasn't a Monty Python movie. <laughs> Listen, it it's fine. Might have been. I haven't no one, seen them no in a one, while. No one here can correct you. That's true. Yeah, it's true. I'm uncorrected. That's the truth. That means that you're right. For now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so anyone uh, got any other stories to wind us down? Or well, to wind us down, I figured we just talk about Santa Claus once more. And uh, where once does he more. live? 
Um, the center of the earth, the, right? So, with the mole men, okay. Yeah, the lava mm-hmm. monsters and the li- yep. and the lizard people. <laughs> yeah, he's people don't know Santa's actually a lizard man. Oh, is he? Like he's part he's part of the Illuminati. I knew it. <laughs> Santa confirmed Illuminati. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can see him if you fold the dollar bill properly. <laughs> <laughs> I I wish that was true, but no one ever tried. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there, there is actually debates on where Santa lives, is the thing. Oh, what? Yeah. I mean, there there is, quote-unquote, an official place where he lives in the Netherlands. Yes, Lapland. Uh, yeah. It's in Finland. I yeah, the only there. reason I know that is because of Viva La Bam. Yep. <laughs> Where the fuck is and Santa? As every, and if anybody here has listened to our MTV podcast, uh, that is the show that I absolutely adore. Yep, so I take it you've seen Where the Fuck is Santa Claus? Yep. <laughs> I have seen Where the Fuck is Santa Claus. I love that. Uh. <laughs> uh, but no, there's this, you know, the actual North Pole is where he's supposed to be. Then the True Magnetic North, which keeps shifting. Um, yeah, it's never the same. The United States say he's in North Pole, Alaska. Ah, uh, fuck that. That's so dumb. Canada, There's nothing in Alaska. Canada gave him citizenship because he's in one of their provinces, and they gave I him mean, his, I own, would believe, his own zip code. I, I would believe that because Canada goes pretty far north. Yeah. But they gave him his own like zip code, which is like, uh, oh, I forgot to write it down, H0H0H0. <laughs> All right, let's get in a car and drive there. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't until uh, 1863 that the idea that he's at the North Pole became a thing, mm-hmm. because of uh, Thomas Nast. Yeah, whoever that is. You make, I was about to say you're making people up again, Dale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's more of a real name Thomas, than Tignataro. Thomas and Thomas Nasty. Thomas Nasty. <laughs> I like to think That's that he what was the actually call him. Yeah, I like to think he was a huge pervert. <laughs> he just called himself Thomas <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> also, uh, right. in in old poems, uh, uh, Santa Claus himself is referred to as an elf. Yes, and he I've is heard that tiny as well. reindeer. Not oh, regular yeah. size ones, tiny. Because you're an elf, you don't need giant reindeer pulling you around. He also used to have a reindeer called Dunder. <laughs> Did he work for a paper supply company? <laughs> now no, he worked for the Dundercats. Yeah, it was originally yeah. it was originally Dunder and Blixem, uh, which okay. were the old Dutch words for thunder and lightning. Ah, Ooh. okay, makes sense. But then it got changed to more German-sounding names. Things are starting to add up with uh, <laughs> with Norse mythology and Yule and Christmas all being united. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing I could get into, but it'll take up the rest of the podcast, so people can just look it up the damn selves. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of crazy, like weird connect the dot conspiracy bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, does anyone else uh, throw anything in? Or are we? Uh... Uh, I can take one last look at my book of notes. Uh, oh, I did. I I did say it. I didn't actually talk about it. Like when okay. I was throwing out uh, Madrinict. Yes, that's it right. Was, yeah, it was uh, it was an event that was held on what is now Christmas Eve by like a- uh, Anglo-Saxon pagans, and um, it's like it's not a hundred percent known what it was done, but it was like it's believed that it was like a celebration from like the German pagans where they would like you know once again drink, celebrate, and occasionally sacrifice oh yeah to do in a really dark month so yeah is uh i mean that's why a lot of these things were invented because it's just nordic germanish places where there's just tons of darkness yeah it was like it was apparently also like uh like it wasn't just that it was like also to apparently attest uh women to to an altar at for for inscriptions and it's like they would just like appear in like sets of three or something and they would all be like you know celebrated and Mm. there's it's not a hundred percent known 
whether or not one of them would be sacrificed or if it was just something else would be sacrificed. There's not a lot of knowledge on it, but it was clearly celebrated on the, the eve of what is now Christmas. Okay. So we got two more days before we got to sacrifice somebody, guys. Hmm. I saw the idea of, like... Um, not it, two, by the way. Not it. it. Oh, shit. D- Dale, <laughs> you drew the short end on this one. Unless you can get Terrell to show up before the podcast end. All right, I'll, I'll agree to being sacrificed if you can beat me in a rap battle. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You're on. I saw the idea of, like, two Icelandic guys being like, well, the uh, four hours of daylight are over. What do you want to do? <laughs> I, I guess drink until the sun comes back. Get drunk and dance by some goddamn pine trees. Put on that Bjork album and let's go for it. (laughs) Bjork is also immortal, much like Santa. She's been around since ancient Icelandic times. (laughs) (laughs) The year 1701. (laughs) Bjork's first album has just come out. Setting Iceland. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So... I, th- I think we learned a lot this podcast, or at least tried to. <laughs> tried to learn. I definitely learned a yeah. couple things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I learned a little bit more about Krampus. You can't go wrong learning more about Krampus. No. Especially since he's a very uh, common figure now, at least in America. Yeah, yeah he's everywhere. I mean, I mean, now that he has his own film. Yeah. I will say the one thing that we haven't learned is how to stop him. One day. One day we'll One stop day. him. So anyway. Well, I think that's about all the time we're going to have for today. Yeah, I'm surprised we got this much out. I expected it to, like, even though it's a shorter podcast to this week, uh, I expect it to be shorter. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I got to go find somewhere to put this horse skull. So take us away, Freddy. <laughs> oh, this has been the Instant Nobody's Podcast. Wishing everybody here a Merry Yule, Merry Saturnalia, Merry Christmas, whatever you're celebrating. I just got a text. I have been rented out for a Krampus uh, engagement. So I have to get going, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. What will we celebrate Christmas for next? How will we ever survive Krampus's next onslaught? And will 2021 be the year that Santa Claus finally retires? Find out next time on the podcast. (laughs)